Life Audio. Hello, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast with Trisha and Michelle. We're just two friends reading through the Bible chronologically and encouraging you to do the same. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Look for Daily Bible Podcast or go to our website, dailybiblepodcast.net. We're going through the one-year chronological Bible, and we have links for that in our show notes and also at our website. And we would love if you would go and leave a review wherever you listen to us. It just helps us so much to let other people know about our podcast. We also have a community on Facebook. Just go to Facebook Communities and look for Daily Bible Podcast. And today we are reading Deuteronomy 3, verses 21 through 29. So the rest of Deuteronomy 3, then Deuteronomy 4 and 5. And so yesterday we started a new book and I was just thinking at first glance, the book of Deuteronomy seems to be a regurgitation of what we read in Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers. And I'm like, I'm so over this. I'm kind of exhausted. We're going to hear the same things over and over again, which is kind of, kind of true. That's Well, and I, I was like, I, I like the style of Deuteronomy better. I really do like mm-hmm. the style of Deuteronomy. And so I'm like, couldn't, wouldn't we have just skipped the other part and read Deuteronomy? And that that just seems like it just would have made more sense because it just felt like um, we were, again, we were just regurgitating. But Deuteronomy is the preaching of the law that God gave his people. And the preacher was Moses. He's mm-hmm. just retelling people what they learned in in Exodus Leviticus and Numbers. And the space was the plains of Moab. And as we read this book, we see Moses urging the people not to make the same mistakes that the people of Israel made in the past. And but to follow God's law and his ways. And Deuteronomy, of course, is the final book in the Pentateuch. And we see over and over God's promises fulfilled. We see over and over just how how he was urging his people to not forget. And, and we see, do not forget, do not forget, be careful throughout this book. Yeah. And if you haven't heard that word Pentateuch, it's just a fancy way of saying the five first five books or the first mm-hmm. five books of the law. I remember the first time I heard that, I'm like, what? what's Pentateuch? It sounds so, it I don't a know. Big, it is a big <laughs> word. It's, it's a big word. And it's a big word. So basically, he's there. They're getting ready to go into the promised land. So he's like, hey, 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 before we go, this is like me getting into the car with our kids before a trip. Now, before we go, remember, and you go into all the things and they're like, yes, mom. Yes, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is what Moses is doing. So he, they are getting ready, finally, to go into the promised land. Well, I say there's finally. Be some excitement. There's got to be some excitement. But then they have to listen to all the lecture, <laughs> like before our big road trip. We have to they have to listen before they are allowed to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay, yeah, Moses. Okay. we heard this, but maybe they haven't. Like these are again the new generation, right? And that's one thing I've been trying to keep in mind as I've been reading through Deuteronomy this time that I don't think I realized before was that this is a new generation. Some of these, some of these people had not been born. Um, is my grammar correct? I don't know. Had not was not around 
when when Moses came down with the Ten Commandments and when Aaron, right. you know, did the calf. I mean, some of some of these they don't remember Egypt. So we are talking about a new generation. Yeah, and we covered this in three months. So, but they like we're talking forty. Year plus years, 40 years of time. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, 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 we know. <laughs> but, you know, they had a, gen- a couple generations, a generation to, mm-hmm. to forget things. So he's just reminding them before they forget. So what does he remind them? He wants to give them insurance, assurance that the Lord will fight for them. So he tells Joshua, mm-hmm. the Lord will fight for you. So this is the end of Moses's life. Also remember that. And so he's repeating what he told them back in Exodus 14, 14, when they were leaving Egypt, he said, do not be afraid, stand firm and you will see the deliverance the Lord will bring to you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. So that was way back when they were just leaving Egypt. And now there's new enemies. It's the same God, but new enemies. And he's telling them again, the Lord will fight for you, which I think that's, that's what they need to hear. Because yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's so comforting when you hear the Lord will fight for you. There's still a little bit of apprehension. There's still a little bit of like, I know he'll come through, but I'm a little afraid I'm going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But there is comfort. And one thing in the comfort that we're seeing here is we're also being reminded that while God will fight for you, we've seen how God fights for you. Mm-hmm. We've seen his faithful promises come about. We've seen the miracles. I love that. So, yeah. And here's Moses. He wanted to go in the promised land, but he couldn't. So he's reminding them again what will bring them victory. And it's not their might. It's wisdom. He says, mm-hmm. obey them completely talking about the laws and you will display your wisdom and intelligence among the surrounding nations. When they hear these decrees, they will exclaim how wise and prudent are the people of this great nation for what a great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord, our God is near to us whenever we call on them. So again, all these nations are watching Mm -hmm. and you know, there you see these multitudes of people. I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about like the nations were watching and this must've been scary to see this, these people, like these people have to go somewhere sometime, <laughs> but as they're watching, maybe they see a difference in the way they live their lives. And that's what's God's intent. That's what he wanted. He wanted his people to look different. Mm-hmm. So if they obey the decrees and the regulations, they will live and occupy the land. And his final words to his people, Moses tells them to never forget what they have seen and pass them on to their children and grandchildren. Cause he's not going to be around to give them another lecture. Like these right. are his last days. He reminds them how they heard God speak from the mountain. He tells them not to make idols, refers to the creator um, with the things he created and that they, you know, looking back, he reminds them, this is the creator God. So the Lord, your God, he gave you all these things. So obey him. In chapter five, we see him switching from pleading with the people to listening. And they, who wants him to listen to all the things he starts summing up. Remember when you did this, remember when you did this. And then he talks about the covenant that God made with his people. And that term translated made a covenant is the same in all biblical Hebrew. So anytime you see made a covenant, it actually is the idiom cut a covenant. 
And in their minds, they're picturing the cutting of the pieces of the animals and the rituals. Mm. And it, rem- it might take some back to remember when Abraham and God made that c- covenant with Abraham and the pieces of those animals were cut and God walked through them. It's mm-hmm. making a covenant, it's cutting a covenant. Then we have the Ten Commandments in here. Um, and all- Moses also pointed out, like, you were the ones that told God you didn't want him speaking to you directly, that you wanted a mouthpiece. So Moses was the go between. Mm-hmm. Um, and Moses is reminding them what God told them so they can obey. He is reminding them that they will no longer have a go between. Moses is not going to be there. He's reminding them a lot of a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think just as I was reading through this again, I was like the strength of character for Moses um, to come in and be this, almost this grandfather, this grandfather who had, um, who, who, who had a little bit of a bite to him because he needed to. Um, but yeah. also this, this grandfather who was like, remember, just remember, because I kept seeing certain words as we were reading today's passage and kept seeing like five times. He says, be careful. I mean, when yeah. you, you know, this Trisha, you, you have, you have kids and you know how many times you have to say, be careful. And you're trying to say, Listen to my words, heed my words, because I don't want you to get into trouble. I don't want you to get hurt. And he's saying, be careful. Two times he says, never forget. Like, never forget isn't just like, hey, you know, I I just want to say, don't forget this. This is never, like as in ever. (laughs) Don't ever forget this. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like keep this in your brain. And 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 several times he says, obey completely. He doesn't just say, hey, obey the words of God. He says, obey completely. There is a reason why we have walked in the wilderness for 40 years. And so I'm telling you that as you cross the Jordan River, you need to obey completely. Um, and and just as we we said before, this is this is potentially a whole new generation of people. Mm-hmm. These people were not adults when they fled Egypt. Mm-hmm. So their memory is going to be a little bit lacking and they're not going to they're not the same people that was like, "Oh, what was me? Just I wish you would have left me in Egypt to die because that would have been better." This is a new generation, but with new generations, we know that things different things pop up. And um and so I just as I was reading today, I was just thinking, these are some stories that Moses is sharing that these, some of these people had no idea what he was talking about. And, um, and, and, and yet they had grown up with Moses talking and sharing about the laws. And I don't know, I can't help but think that there was some there might have been some people rolling their eyes and there might have been some people right. totally in awe and going, wow, yes, we've heard about Abraham. We've seen the fulfillment of the promises of God and we need to continue walking in his ways. Yeah. And it's not like they had a Bible in every tent. <laughs> like right. they had Moses's voice that told them these things. And then Moses recorded these things, but they weren't reading it every day. They didn't have family devotions <laughs> around. So this is Moses's opportunity to like, okay, this is what I need you to remember. So as we're going through Deuteronomy, it's going to seem like we're repeating the same things again. And Moses is repeating them to us, but maybe some of those people, this is the very first time they have really, really heard these things. 
but I, I, it, it might be the first time I love, there is a, almost a poetry to Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's almost a poetry there. He has said, he is saying these things just slightly different than he has before. Yeah. And there's almost a personal touch to it. There is. As he's talking about it. And yeah. again, it's, it's, you know, Deuteronomy, it's basically these last words of Moses giving a sermon to these people listening. And so there, there's got to be a difference in how he was, mm-hmm. he was seeing them eyeball to eyeball. Well, we don't know how big the crowd was, but he yeah. was, he was seeing them face to face. And there is a difference between what you write down and what you tell leaders to pass on and then being able to see the people face to face and exactly. how you relate that. Well, that we need that. to take a break here and we're going to hear from our sponsor and then we're going to be back with the word of the day. Stay tuned. Okay, the word of the day is supplication. And you're mm. like, what What does that mean? <laughs> but basically, it's asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. Mm. So supplication, he's asking or begging, like, listen, like you're saying, listen, be careful. He's humbly asking them to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been on a long journey with Moses and his tenderness, like you said, it was almost like poetry and it's like personal. It's like it's coming from his heart. Yeah. His tenderness comes through as he speaks his final words to the people. Uh, but first, Moses speaks to God and asking God to allow him to go to the promised land. So, you know, we jumped over that at the beginning, but he said, Oh, sovereign Lord, you have only begun to show your greatness and the strength of your hand to me, your servant. And that was in Deuteronomy 3.24. So Moses has already seen God's mighty ways, and he wants to see more of God's power. Um, you know, it's the end of his life. And he's like, just a little bit longer. He, he wants to see God work some more. Mm. And that term, O Sovereign Lord, is uh, Adonai Yahweh, and it means my master, my Lord. So it's used in supplication. He's begging for something earnestly or humbly. He's like, God, I just want to see this. Like I've been on this journey, but God denies the request. And so then Moses turns to the people with supplication. He says, Oh, now Israel, listen carefully to these decrees and regulations that I am about to teach you. Obey them so you may live, so you may enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors is giving you. And so really this chapter four is kind of the prologue to chapters five through 31, where again, he's going to rehash or go over or regurgitate or uh, however we want to say it to all the laws. But so this is like the prologue, though, like, please, please, please just listen. Um, he wants them to listen and understand and obey. And again, it's like when my kids head out, I quickly repeat the things. My daughter went on a walk yesterday. You know, don't talk to strangers. Take your cell phone. Call me if anyone's acting weird. Like she's like, Mom, I know I'm just like walking the dog around the block. I'm almost 13. I'm like, I know, you know, but I want my kids to remember the rules so they will be safe. And as a parent, I know that the right path will lead them to the right things. And I want them to do the right things because Mm -hmm. I know how hard it will be if they aren't paying attention. You know, we see Moses leading by example so many times, but especially I love his example of supplication and Mm -hmm. how he falls down on his face Mm -hmm. before God in um, interceding for the people and, 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 you know, asking God for himself, but he does this, you know, 
40, 40 days and 40 nights on the mountain interceding for people falling on his face. I mean, like he is, he really, I'll go back to the fact that he is an example mm-hmm. of, of someone who goes before the people. Um, and then, you know, and then, yeah, he wanted to see the promised land so bad and he was denied and that had to have hurt, but yet he had seen God act in so many ways. I interviewed a woman a couple of weeks ago who had lived um, through all three of her children rebelling and living a prodigal life. Mm -hmm. And um, she prayed for each of them. She prayed for each of them while they were starting to rebel. And then as they were living the prodigal life and various, various, I mean, it, it, it was years. It was long, long, strenuous prayer, time and prayer and, and supplication. And she was, she said, I just had to get on my face and I had to cry out to God. Mm. And I asked her, I said, what encouragement do you have for someone who is walking through that? And, um, and she says, you pray knowing that God will work. He will do an incredible work and that he will remain faithful Mm -hmm. to each of his promises. And, um, and today her, those three children have been restored. It took years. It took a long time, but we see that we see that Moses's life, it was 40 years that he led the Israelites. It was 40 years um, before he's standing on at the base of the Jordan River. And, um, and so supplication is hard work, but there's blessings in it. Yeah. And it just makes me think of that young man he raised in this palace as a prince sees knows his people are the Hebrews sees them being mistreated and immediately murder someone because he's that, that vengeance is in there that wanting to help his people, mm-hmm. but that didn't help him at all. <laughs> it was right. years later. It was a supplication. It was getting on his face. It was listening to God. That is what, so you could have all that zeal and that energy, but that doesn't change things. It's the getting on our face before God. I think if we apply that to our lives on things, we like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's not, we're not supposed to like take someone down. <laughs> maybe we're supposed to get on our face. We're the ones that's supposed to get low and kneel. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer is a powerful thing. It's much more powerful than I think any of us understand mm-hmm. or can grasp. Yeah. Speaking of that, Michelle. Do you want to pray for us? Yeah, I would. (laughs) Oh, Father God, we just take a moment now. And um, Lord, I I just ask of you um, and request that you put a seed of Moses in our hearts, a Mm. seed of a man who went before you and cried out for his people, cried out for himself, but mostly wanted to know you. Father, I pray that we would fall on our faces and that we would come before you and we would um, pray with boldness Mm -hmm. and courage, but see you in a different light. Lord God, work in each of our hearts and our lives today. May we see you. May we see you in all your glory. And may we walk away from our time in prayer just feeling your presence with us. We thank you, Father. In your name we pray. 
Amen. Amen. Well, we are just sending you off with some daily encouragement to get into the word and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Again, if you don't have the one-year chronological Bible, we have links for that in our show notes, and you can also find it in the Kindle format. Also in the show notes is a monthly and yearly schedule of the Bible reading plan that we are following. Tomorrow, we are reading Deuteronomy 6, 7, 8, and 9. And I just want to take a second right now to thank the team at Life Audio. You wouldn't be listening to uh, Michelle and Trisha right now without the partnership at Life Audio. Uh, Daily Bible Podcast is because of them. Go to lifeaudio.com and you're going to find other great podcasts to encourage you in your walk with God. And we will see you here tomorrow. Bye-bye.